You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to season five. Our theme is Dear Mom and Dad. Hey everyone, and welcome back to a new season of This Hong Kong Life. Today, I'm your host, Juhi, and I'm joining you with a new guest, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey guys, uh, my name is Jack. I'm currently 20 years old, although in a few weeks, I'm going to be turning 21. So uh, I'm currently a university student at HKU. I'm doing psychology and counseling on the side, and uh, I'm currently working an internship with uh, Kelly Support Group. It's only been my third week. And yeah, it's been nice working here. Um, just some random facts about myself. I do have a dog at home. Uh, she's named Milky. I teach guitar and play drums on the side. And I do really like music. And it's, it's just been a main thing for me growing up. So yeah, thanks for having me. That's great to hear, Jack. I wanted to ask you more specifically, how has your internship been at Kelly Support Group? What have you learned along the way? I know it's only been a short amount of time, but I'd love to hear about what you've gone through and what opportunities you've been able to have here. So I'm currently working with the Positive Youth Development Team. From what I've gathered, uh, we're basically working upon new material and some event plans for future events in different schools. So we obviously have that going on. We've also got a new online learning system coming up. So a lot of the maintenance and managing and uploading stuff and administrative and paperwork uh, I'm doing a bit help with. So, yeah, I've actually never done video editing in my life, like proper video editing, and I'm taking up some responsibilities regarding that. So I think that's a nice experience to have, and it does teach me a lot. And in general, people here have just been quite nice, and I do believe that I'm handling the job all right. I hope my supervisor would say the same, but yeah, everyone's really friendly. And although the traffic can be a bit of a painful thing because I don't live in the Hong Kong Island side but this is up in the hill just opposite HSBC so it is uh, quite a journey but you can solve this with waking up early so that's nice. Glad to hear that it's been going so good I'm glad that you've been able to develop a lot of skills and be able to experience a time of self-growth especially in this new job. I was also going to kind of segue back to um, the pandemic and how it's been for you and how it's affected you because um, our last season was focused on a year after the pandemic, a new normal and things that we were trying to adjust to. And um, a lot of the times like we had spoken to different people with different stories and backgrounds, but now that we're kind of going into a new season that's discussing relationships and issues with parents and kind of barriers that you overcome. I wanted to ask how the pandemic has affected you, your relationship with your family before the pandemic and after. Before the pandemic started, back in uh, 2019 is uh, the main part of it. And then it moved into Chinese New Year of 2020. That's when everything started the lockdown and such. And that was actually my freshman year into university. And it was quite an experience. Uh, so obviously, it is an environmental change. You go from high school, college, whatever you call it, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, you go into university, 
you obviously uh, you don't stay home most of the time. Like I'm I'm away 10 a.m. I don't go home until 10 p.m. Sometimes even later. Obviously, you pick up new hobbies, you get new friends and such, and you see your parents a lot less. And if you live in residential halls or like uh, school catered, uh, whatever kind of residential catering they do. Uh, obviously, you see your parents even less. Although I don't live in one, I did go to a boarding school in the UK before. So uh, I guess my parents were prepared for that, and we didn't have much of a kind of argument over me going home late, besides of waking up the dog and barking around, making them sleep not as well. But yeah, uh, it, it was more personal challenges than before. And I, I actually think uh, the pandemic didn't really affect the parental relationship for me, because being stuck with them uh, in a very confined space has been a major problem for me before. Since then, we've learned how to like manage our distances, and I think right now, currently, uh, we have quite a good dynamic between me and my parents, and so I don't think the pandemic has affected me that far. Because if you think about it, a lot of people, it's the first time that they've like even when they're un in university. Uh, they stay caged in with their family, uh, especially back in last year before the quote-unquote new normal. Uh, a lot of them weren't used to like having their parents around all the time and maybe going out with their friends or like staying out late with their significant others or however you want to phrase that. Uh, suddenly, you're not allowed to do that and you're just seeing dad and mom day in, day night, doing the same things, eating similar foods. I can get how that can be stressful. But uh, I'm just grateful for not having that stressful experience this time around the year. Of course. And I think a lot of people go through the kind of like when you're first initially to be with them and you're spending a majority amount of your time with them, it can be a difficult adjustment because you're going from seeing them rarely for one hour a day or something to automatically seeing them for 10 hours, 12 hours a day and having them be physically and emotionally around your life. So do you think that for you that in the beginning it was more difficult to adjust to or do you feel like you were able to just kind of slide back into it and be in a healthy place with your parents and other family members? I'd say uh, when I was young the relationship was really really unhealthy so once we've gotten through that like when I was 16, 17 uh, things have gotten a lot better and we've learned to be grateful about it so uh, we just slid right into it, no problem. So, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people have gone through um, different experiences, but it's great to hear your insight on that. And I think one thing that's also worth mentioning is um, messages that when we try to communicate to our parents don't always get across because of cultural and societal views. And I think that gets ignored sometimes because in Hong Kong, if you're raised in a traditional or even semi-traditional household it gets to the point of you can talk about certain things but you can't talk about how you feel so do you feel like before or during the pandemic you were able to express your feelings more or less how was that for you well personally uh i do i do agree with you there is a cultural difference between how much how open you can be with your parents uh, per se it's not an interesting story, but like there's something I did observe when I was in the UK. So uh, b before, like obviously being a traditionally Chinese family where I was from, uh, we don't talk about emotions that much. And even if we did, uh, a lot of it would come out as crying or shouting, anger. 
a lot of like negative emotions that you don't necessarily want to associate with your message, which could have been as simple as uh, finish your vegetables or do your homework on time. But like a lot of the things like the, the proper emotions such as like I miss you or I need you don't get communicated. But a lot of unneeded emotions such as the frustration or like the disappointment from like materialistic things or like achievements in life do get overemphasized for Asian communities or at least for my family. And when I was in the uh, UK, uh, I, I just didn't see this dynamic, basically. Uh, I, I'm not going to go out and say, oh, like being uh, Caucasian and having like a Caucasian family automatically equates to like open communication and everything's all fine and dandy. I, I do believe that that is a very, I, I don't know where it came from. It's a it's, it's a very whitewashed, uh, idealistic uh, stereotype. I do not think that all families are like that, but I do see that there is less tension. And personally, I feel like that tension is because of distance. Just a little background. Uh, I went to the UK uh, to study at a boarding school when I was 14. I was away from home. And before that, my parents and I, uh, especially in primary school, we would argue day and night. And there was lots of shouting, lots of, well, no beating, obviously, but a lot of crying, a lot of being frustrated and just negative emotions and, and words. But I found out, like, obviously, and coming from, like, a counselling or, like, more clinical or, like, positive psychology point of view, uh, social support is really important when you're dealing with, like, emotions or, like, difficulties. But I do think like, keeping a healthy distance or, like, having a good amount of space between each person even like within a fam family dynamic is very important. And I thought that for me personally, initially my relationship with my parents was so, well, toxic, I would say. Uh, it wasn't healthy for us to like see each other every single day. And we've learned that we need to give each other space. That's just how me and my dad and my mom would work. Like obviously there are families where if they hug out and then everyone's just like seeing each other, they'll get better. And I just want to say and stress that that's not the case for everybody. So, uh, yeah, uh, once we've found out that oh, we need space and we, we don't necessarily have to see each other every day, uh, when it comes to the pandemic situation, uh, we're, we're stuck in the same home doesn't mean we have to be sitting in the living room watching TV, laughing around every single day. So uh, what my parents will do is they'll give me space like it might be weird, but I do lock my door. Before, when I was young, they wouldn't let me do it. They'd give me a hard time for locking my door, saying like, oh, they want, make, or they want to make sure if I'm safe or they want to make sure if I'm gaming or doing anything else that you're not supposed to do when you're a student. Yeah. So, uh, but now that I'm an adult and in university, they, they've learned, and obviously after the experience, after moving out, uh, I, I do think that giving each other space is important. And I won't go in and interfere with their life. So like if they're in their room or if they're in the living room uh, having a, a good chat, I don't, I don't necessarily think that, oh, uh, as a good child or as a good son, I must go out and join the happily family conversation. Do what's comfortable for you. So like if you feel like doing it and your, your parents are going to be happy about it, then do it and it just makes it comfortable you don't have to go for the ideal like what is expected by society force yourself into it and bringing back into the caucasian like stereotype of being oh everyone's just gonna hug it out from the movies yeah actually yeah media could be 
one of the main sources of where it came from. Uh, there is more space, but I, I do believe that there are some like interpersonal differences as well. So you don't have to get so hung on to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think when you were talking about interpersonal relationships and even misinformation, things that we see on the media of this more uh, beautified version of our relationship with our parents, it should exist with everyone. And not everyone has that. It's a dynamic that is sometimes born. It's created just from the instant that you have a child or it's a dynamic that you have to work on building. And I think when you were talking about Um, your frustration with your parents. It could have been the thing of, I wasn't able to communicate how I felt before. And now I just, whenever I would talk to them, it would be out of frustration. But it seems like the pandemic was kind of a way that it forced you in a sense to, well, not just you, but your parents as well, to kind of adapt to the situation and be understanding of your needs and the needs of others in your household. So I think that's definitely important for people to recognize and acknowledge and even sometimes work on because I don't think anybody is perfect, but at least making an attempt to work on um, family dynamics is important. And one thing I wanted to ask you is that if you had to speak to your parents in the past or even your parents today, what would you say to them? It could be a message of hope. It could be advice or even gratitude, whatever you feel like you would want to share with them. Is there a message that you would have in mind that you'd want to communicate with them? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, personally, I, this, sounds, this sounds like I'm being ungrateful. <laughs> this might come out weird or controversial. Well, I would say like, uh, dear mom and dad, we did have a rough start. I don't necessarily agree with everything we've gone through or your decisions back in my childhood. Uh, I do still think some of those decisions were misinformed or rushed, but I am very grateful that we found a way to deal with it and then that uh, we were lucky enough to stop it early enough that we're still happily a family now. So I'd, I'd want to say thank you, but at the same time, not that much before. Right. Thank you for sharing that message. I know that it's not easy for a lot of people to share, but I appreciate you sharing that. So before we close, I did want to ask if you had any suggestions or advice for youth that are going through similar situations or difficulties with their families and trying to adjust to a new family dynamic during the pandemic, even if they had issues before, what advice or suggestions would you give to them? It's around the same center theme, but there's two main points to this. So the first being... Obviously, communication is the key to understanding, and I do acknowledge that. But I would say don't get caught up in like forcing communication. So here's an analogy. Imagine you're trying to reach out to someone through whatever, through email, yeah? So just because you want to get this thing sorted with someone else, communication is two-way, it's bi-directional. Just because you keep on asking questions and prompting them, and that doesn't mean they'll always elicit a response you want and you get frustrated. So obviously communication is key and I'm gonna stress this once more, but to a certain point, we should both, both for parents and the child, uh, try to like keep space and just understand the dynamic more than trying to force unneeded uh, just t- connections or like forcing yourself to stay up late just to argue with them, that, that won't be healthy. And uh, the second one that's kind of tied in 
is basically don't believe what the media portrays like what they think is the ideal family like a nuclear family that's all, all care and loving and that's uh, that the child's going to move out when he's 18 or whatsoever it we live in 2021 we don't have to follow that kind of stereotypical way and just don't believe anything that they tell you sh you should feel just find your own comfortable way and just go with it great thank you so much for being here and sharing your experience as well as your important message to your parents and advice for youth because i really think that we need to be more open about this and especially talking about relationships with parents can be difficult even in a semi-traditional household. So I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your experience. Thank you so much for joining us, Jack. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Season 5 is made possible by the Jockey Club Community Sustainability Fund. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time.